Gossip Nista here, your one and only source into the real lives of New Yorkers and what it's like to live in New York City. So is it all glitz and glamour? Where do you start? What should you know? And who am I? I'll tell you everything you need to know and you'll thank me for it. XOXO, Gossip Nista. Hey everyone, and welcome to the Gossip Mista podcast. I am your host, Mariana Monks. And if you're new to the podcast, these spotted episodes are meant to be informative installments introducing various stories, happenings, places, pop culture bits, and tips all related to New York City and or surrounding areas in a much shorter format than my regular interview episodes. And on today's episode, we'll focus on apartment hunting tips in New York City, a very hot topic, especially due to the much talked about exodus in New York City during the pandemic in 2020 and people leaving a bunch of New York City rentals vacant. But the landscape is changing. And I know this for a fact as I have firsthand experience of searching for apartments during this time. I've kept my finger on the pulse on the New York real estate market. Beginning in October of 2020, when I first explored how many vacancies there was available on an app called Street Easy. During that time, there was about 23,000 vacancies in Manhattan. And it is now in April of 2021 that I have last seen about 14,000 vacancies available in Manhattan, meaning close to 10,000 apartments have been rented and it's only going to continue to grow into the summer. And as most New Yorkers know, looking for an apartment during the summer is one of the most grueling times in the city. You can rest assured, however, that there is still some incentives out there for getting a good deal on an apartment in New York City, whether it's free months, bigger space, new location, a rooftop, views, and so forth, there is the right New York apartment for you. And so my hope in creating this episode for you today is giving you some insights on what I experienced looking for an apartment in New York City, tips, tricks, things I've learned, and that hopefully will be helpful in your journey and make things a lot more simple. So without further ado, here is today's episode. And those were the wonderful noises and ambiance of New York City that you can expect renting an apartment here. From the sirens to the heat radiator, as well as I believe it was missing the infamous window AC units here in the city, there are signatures of New York. And so with this said, and diving straight into my tips, the number one tip that I recommend when apartment searching in New York City is... Start by exploring what's out there and really have a perspective on what to expect pricing-wise. As noted earlier, the number one resource used here in the city to find an apartment is the app called Street Easy, which you can essentially download on your phone and start exploring what's out in the market. Due to the pandemic, the New York real estate market is definitely more affordable and there is availability still out there. But for a general pricing overview of New York City's rental market, I'm going to do my best to briefly break down what you can expect 
For a studio, you're looking at anywhere between 1500 to 2000, 2500 if you want a doorman building. At a one bedroom, you're probably looking at about a starting price of 2000 to 3000, and of course, going higher to 3500 if you're looking for all the bells and whistles. For a two bedroom and a three bedroom, I'm almost gonna clump these together because they are a lot less readily available due to the roommate situation and people scooping these up. But you can expect to pay anywhere between 2500 to 3500 for a two bedroom, as well as for a three bedroom, of course, adding a couple hundred more. And so I definitely, again, recommend starting with tip number one, and it's knowing what's out in the market and what to expect pricing wise. Tip number two, know what neighborhood you're looking to move into. I know this may be a little difficult if you're new to the city, but do some research. And from my end, I'm going to do my best to give you a breakdown or better yet, just some general popular ones as well as affordable ones and so forth are the first being the coveted ones, West Village, Chelsea, Soho, Tribeca. You'll be paying a lot more to live in areas like this, but they are amongst the most seeked out. Other areas that are more lively, hip, and more affordable are East Village and Greenwich Village. And lastly, if you're looking to be in Manhattan, but want a quieter location that is kid-friendly, I definitely recommend the Upper East Side, Upper West Side, and areas maybe like Turtle Bay and Murray Hill. If you're looking into other boroughs like Brooklyn, Park Slope is a favorite. It's also family-oriented, but also hip with young adults. Williamsburg, Dumbo, and a shout-out to Carroll Gardens. And if you're thinking Queens, definitely recommend Astoria and Long Island City, which has great views of the Manhattan skyline. My third tip is have a realistic expectation on your rental here in New York City. You may or may not be familiar with these terms, but in New York City, there's generally two types of apartment. There's a pre-war apartment and a post-war apartment. A pre-war building was built before World War II, and so it's definitely an older style building. These buildings, you can expect higher ceilings, big windows, you might find some parquet floors, some crown molding and so forth. Definitely that charm that people come to New York City for is within a pre-war building. But you're also maybe not going to get the laundry. It's going to be a walk-up. You give and take within these. Whereas a post-war building, these were buildings that were built after the war. And post-war buildings are definitely going to be a different vibe, a little bit more of a cookie-cutter vibe, where there's a lot more units within a building that are the same. This is where you'll find more amenities, like either a rooftop, a gym, laundry, elevators, and so forth. So it just depends what you want to live in. That is the general breakdown of expectations here in New York City. Tip number four is learn what gross versus net effective means in the rental market here in New York City. But I'm going to do my best, having been through a whole lot of apartment searching throughout this time, to give you an explanation. Say you're exploring a 12-month lease within an apartment for a $3,000 a month value. That is the gross rent, $3,000. But the landlord may be giving some incentives during this time, and they're giving you two months free off of that year. So if you do 3,000 times 12, because it's a 12-month lease, that's 36,000 a year. But if you take away 6,000, those two months free, it equates to 30,000 a year, which brings the rent down to 
a 12 month period for 2,500. That is the net effective, the 2,500. And although StreetEasy lists the net effective on some of their listings when you're looking at apartments, that does not mean you can pay the net effective. Most landlords will want you to pay the gross, which is the $3,000 a month. And they will give you two months free throughout your 12-month lease. And generally, I will tell you this, they don't try to give it to you up front. They will try to give it to you as your last two months. So say month 11 and 12, they'll not charge you rent. And ultimately, this ends up being a $2,500 a month apartment if you spread it in the long run, but not in the immediate future because you're paying those $3,000. However, there is cases where you can negotiate with a landlord and in signing a lease to pay the net effective. If you can do this, I recommend it. It's more affordable for you in the long run. I hope this is helpful to an extent. If you have any further questions about this, please feel free to reach out. My number five tip, do you need a broker or do you not? So here's the thing. During COVID and the pandemic, landlords are picking up the fee that you once upon a time had to pay a New York City realtor slash broker to show you an apartment. Of course, because it's been hard times for everyone, this is something that went into play naturally as people fled the city and there was a lot of apartments that were available. So landlords are currently paying the broker who is showing you the apartment that fee. Will that fee come back someday? Potentially, but it's not here now. And if there's a broker who says there is a fee on a unit, I would negotiate with them to have the landlord pick up that fee for them and not charge you for it. You definitely have a lot of renting power during this market. So how brokers go into play during this time? Not as much as they would once upon a time, but let me tell you, they are a great resource. Brokers are able to give you dibs on an apartment that isn't even listed and could have everything you've ever dreamed of should you have that relationship with them. Brokers are able to negotiate more incentives for you in your lease term if they are representing you. Brokers tend to know the ins and out of the city, the places, the neighborhoods, the landlords, whether it's a good super in the building, and so forth. So I wouldn't discourage brokers whatsoever as they're a pivotal staple of New York City and they're definitely never going anywhere. And lastly, my number six tip is get your finances and paperwork in order for you to actually be able to rent an apartment in New York City. This is going to be one of the biggest and most crucial areas for you to even be able to move forward with anything in the city. You can spend your time perusing through Street Easy, know where you want to move and know what kind of building you want to move into and so forth, you know, get the net effective and gross. But if your finances and your paperwork are not in order, you will not be renting a New York City apartment. But don't be discouraged. You can definitely do it. And I'm going to tell you the things you need to know to be prepared for. Because of COVID and the pandemic and people not being able to pay their rents, Landlords have gotten even more stricter on who they accept as tenants. Due to this, they are not taking anyone who, for the most part, does not have a credit score of 700 and above. If you 
or the person you're moving with do not have those scores, there is a high possibility that they will have you have a guarantor to sign for you. But one, having a good credit score is the first thing you need to have. Having a job is going to be key to getting an apartment in New York City and getting approved. Having a high volume of savings and income, as well as assets in your account, is going to get you the apartment that much quicker. Furthermore, they're still going to ask for a couple more documents. Some landlords ask for a reference from your former place of stay or apartment. Also, they're going to ask for an employment reference letter, which again, this is to verify that you are employed. They may ask for two years of taxes or two years of your W-2s, your bank statements, your savings statements, as well as any further information that you can provide that will make you a highly desirable applicant. Oh, and the minimum requirement that you must make a month is 40 times the rent of what you're looking to pay. And without wanting to go so much longer on this episode, although I do have a lot more to share, I may just begin a series on apartment hunting in New York City within my New York City podcast. I want to leave you with a couple high-level tips that I learned during my process. Number one, never go in thinking an apartment is bigger than what it is. Have low expectations going into an apartment. That way you can be pleasantly surprised. Number two, a south-facing apartment in windows is where life is in New York City. Life and light. This is literally where you're going to get the best light exposure in New York City and something I wish somebody had told me to begin with, right? In New York City, because there's so many high rises, they block other buildings from receiving natural light. So if you can find something that's south-facing and not with an obstruction of view, you're golden. Number three, when exploring rentals on places like Street Easy, virtual staging within the photos they're showing for that specific unit you're looking at, it's probably going to end up being a dud apartment. Any virtual staging within apartments that are being listed, I have found to be over 50% of them not looking anywhere near what they look like in their staging and never wanting to move forward with those. But it's not all. I have found some gems. Tip number four is save yourself and the broker time by asking them for a video of the unit you have seen on Street Easy if it's not listed on the post. 99% of the time, these brokers have taken a video and to save your time from going to see it in person and from taking their time, tell them, hey, send me the video so I can look at it first and then decide whether I wanna set up an appointment. And lastly, tip number five, know what you're willing to live without in New York City. As one of my guests, Mike Schulte, said, you could have everything you want apartment rental-wise in New York City, but you're going to have to pay for it. And unless you have all the money in the world to get all those things, you most likely have to balance what you're willing to live without. So figure out if that's not having a laundry and it's a walk-up building, but it's a pre-war, beautiful, high ceilings, great light, bookcase shelving, crown molding and so forth type of apartment or if it's an elevator building with a doorman more cookie cutter layout and so forth just weigh your pros and cons take the neighborhood you live in into account and more so just the accessibility to things 
a subway, a convenience store, a grocery store, and so forth. And hoping this information is helpful to your journey in finding an apartment in New York City, I do want to note that the pricing mentioned during this episode only applies to 2021 and is subject to change. So please don't take that verbatim after this period in time. Also, most of the other content I would say is still pretty relevant to what the rental market is in New York City. But furthermore, I just want you to know that wherever you land upon here in New York City, whatever borough, neighborhood, etc., you have landed in one of the dream destinations of the world and a place that many strive to visit and move to. So congratulations on that big move. Everything is going to work out perfectly in the end. If you have any questions about New York City, please feel free to reach out at gossipnista at gmail.com. And until next time, thank you so much for tuning in. Thanks for tuning in to Gossip Nista. Your support means the world. If you've enjoyed what you've heard, please be sure to hit the subscribe button and share this podcast with your friends. Can't wait till next week's episode? Follow along on Instagram at Gossamista to get my latest New York happenings. But if you live and breathe New York City like I do and want even more, go to our website at gossipnista.com, explore, and subscribe to our newsletter to get insider tips first. Lastly, if you have any questions and or scoop on the city, you can email me at gossipnista at gmail.com. Until next time, you know you love me. XOXO, Gossip Nista.